0: Uh, Matt Bevington joins me, researcher at UK in a changing Europe. Matt, hello, good to have you here. It was interesting talking to Christine Jardine of the Lib Dems a few moments ago, uh, confident that Joe Swinson does have uh, great recognition in the country. I I would question the breadth of that recognition, would you?
1: I would agree. and Actually, I don't think it's that big of a problem for the Lib Dems because actually what they are is an outlet for people who are fed up with the two main parties ordinarily. So, as we saw when Vince Cable was the leader in April and May, they still did quite well in the European local elections, despite the leader not being all that vigorous. Um, So they're an outlet. They don't necessarily need to be leading the conversation. Um, And actually, I think in in areas where they need to win, in the South West in particular, um, they do have a fairly strong base in terms of local activists. She
0: she wanted to be part of that debate last night. And had she been, in an instance, 6.7 million would have seen her um, in action. So that's, that's, in a sense, a gift lost. But are there potential gains to be had in being absent from certain things?
1: Possibly, I mean, for Nick Clegg, he was his advantage in 2010 when he did so well was that people didn't really have a strong opinion about him, and he surprised for that reason because he was able to offer a slightly different take from the other two main leaders.
0: He's also, I think, was in in that situation unusually gifted, wasn't he?
1: Perhaps he was a, he was a better communicator than we've seen since for the Lib Dems. Mm. Um, it's unclear actually what people think about Jo Swinson, partly because she hasn't had that exposure so far. I've heard some people saying you know she's not all that likable, but mm. again, she hasn't really had the exposure, so I think. In a way, for the Lib Dems, the challenge is, and this is really the elephant in the room, the fact that if they want to achieve their their aims on Brexit, the reality is that that will have to happen by Jeremy Corbyn being number 10 and them being a partner in an informal coalition or or some kind of coalition. And if they want to win seats in the South West, in particular where they're targeting, Tory Remainers are going to have to vote for them. And those two things are kind of in contradiction, being against Brexit and being against Corbyn. So they
0: can't be seen to be in bed with Jeremy Corbyn now or in the future at all even though in the future that might well change the, 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 the conversation now has to be absolutely not
1: absolutely not but at the same time the only realistic path for them to get their second referendum is via Corbyn so how they square that circle is entirely unclear I think
0: and also given how recently they were in coalition with the Tories they, I guess they can use some of the some of the things they achieved uh, to strengthen their position in conversations like that but equally there are some darts to throw at them because of that aren't there
1: Yes. I mean, the interesting thing really is that Lib Dem and Labour voters, people talk about them as being Almost part of the same group because they both they both tend to be pro Remain, pro referendum. But actually, there is a lot of vitriol between them. You know, a lot of, we've seen Labour Labour activists campaigning against Joe Swinton's bus this week about her role in the austerity policies of, of the coalition government. Mm. And equally on the on the Lib Dem side, there is a lot of hostility towards Corbyn. So these are not interchangeable voters by any means. However, there are a reasonable portion of each who might be willing to lend their votes to the other.
0: There's a lot of in in the party activists and the parties themselves. There's some loathing, isn't there, between the Lib Dems and Labour.
1: Absolutely yes, and, and you know we we don't focus on that because we always focus on the Brexit divide, and these two happen to be closer to each other on mm. that divide. Mm. But yes, absolutely, they. I think it's wrong to equate them as being the same thing: a Lib Dem vote and a Labour vote. Even though, I think I actually think the Lib Dems have kind of two voters. They have your sort of metropolitan Remain voter voter who tends to be fairly close to Labour, and then you have the sort of rural. Um, soft conservative who might vote for Lib Dems. Those are mm. two entirely different demographics and ha- having different conversations with them is the key.
0: What did you think when they announced the revoke option? Uh, and, and to be clear, for people who, who might not know exactly what they say about it, they say, if we were to win outright, that would, on having campaigned against Brexit then it would be the most obvious thing to revoke Article 50 because the election result would be a mandate to do so. I think there's logic in that. There's no chance of it happening, of, of, of them getting an outright majority, but yeah. there's logic in that statement. But was there any wisdom in announcing that, that, that policy, do you think, or did it hang something around their necks inextricably?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think on balance it probably hasn't worked and that's why you really haven't seen them make all that much of it since. I think the intention at the time or the expectation was that Labour were about to move to being a explicitly pro-Remain party at their conference subsequently, and that didn't quite happen. So the Lib Dems were anticipating a move on Labour that didn't happen. So since then, I think they have rode back slightly. It's still there as an official policy, but no, they're not really talking about it that much.
0: They've always been the Cinderella at the party, haven't the ball, really, haven't they, in, in general elections, um, even since the, the coalition. Is there something different this time around? Can you sniff in the wind? I mean, if you can't, just say so. But I, I just wonder: is are they still just that, or is there more to this election for, for the Lib Dems than meets the eye?
1: I think it's a really complicated picture. I don't Hard think I don't think there is a general a general conclusion you can reach on them. In certain seats, they're doing very well, so things are moving at a local level. Even if nationally, the picture seems quite difficult for them they because are because their squeezed.
0: polling has uh, has been dipping hasn't it the, Nationally, the yes. w- westminster national intention
1: yeah but that does obviously that doesn't tell us anything about particular seats and one thing we can't see in the national polls is movement between
0: parties and it would be interesting you know if, if you went to a different constituency in the north of england you might get a, a whole different story there thank you very much indeed matt bevington researcher at uk in a changing europe